Daily Tennis Tip, Episode 268. Why are milestones important for your tennis game? Find your aha moment right after this. Do the best you can with everything you got. Struggle day to day, cherish every fight you fought. Destroy your obstacles, remove the blocks. Got to stand strong, can you do it? Breakthrough, can you move on? Wherever you... Welcome back to Find Your Aha Moment. I'm your host, Brian Lutz of BackhandCity.com. So today's topic, why are milestones important for your tennis game? Well, this happened today on the tennis court with one of my lessons, so I thought it would be the perfect topic for our daily tennis tip. So first, let me define what a milestone is. Today I was on the court hitting with one of my students, and we were going through our normal progressions. and the students at a particular level, where they're uh, developing top spin, I would classify the student as like a 2.5 level player. Um, we're really just working on fundamental techniques. And so one of the things we do is we're starting to work on milestones. And so I define a milestone is, for instance, we were working on forehand cross court with an orange ball. Our milestone was to hit 10 balls in a row before we move on to the next drill. That's a milestone. So depending on the student and the level of the shot that you're using or the degree of difficulty with the ball, the milestones will get more and more challenging as you go to each milestone. So let me walk you through it. Uh, it was an interesting day too, because when we were doing the warm up, we were doing some hand-eye coordination drills. And I could tell my student wasn't really that into it. So I immediately gave them just a milestone right in the warm-up to do 10 in a row. And what we were doing was just flipping the racket like they were flipping pancakes and we were bouncing the ball on each side of the string. So we were doing that with their dominant hand and their non-dominant hand. And I always find that's a really good way to warm people up and keep them sharp while developing some dexterity and reflex uh, reaction uh, reflexes. So. Here's how the typical milestones work. I have red balls, I have orange balls, which are the next level, they're about half capacity. Um, they weigh about twice as much as a red ball. Then you have the green balls that are about three quarters capacity of a regular tennis ball. And then of course you have the yellow ball that everyone's familiar with, that is a full capacity ball, just for the graphic sense here, so you can get an idea of what we're talking about. So this student was on orange ball. So what I was trying to do was to see how far we could progress and maybe even get to the stage of yellow. So after we did the warm-up, we started off with some orange ball warm-up, and then we immediately established a milestone of 10 in a row. We did that on the forehand, and then we did it on the backhand, and then we moved up to the green dot balls. And we were attempting to do it on the forehand. We got to seven, and on the backhand, we got to five. So you can see... When I go back and play with this student again, I write that in my uh, lesson plan that that's the level they got to. So we keep watching these milestones as you progress. Somebody, some people's learning curve is quicker than others. And you're going to find sometimes that you flatline a little bit at these milestones. So I have an inkling that we're going to be spending probably not too much more time on the orange balls. But now we're really going to be working the next few weeks 
on developing consistent green ball milestones, which is 10 in a row. Now, you can layer different kinds of milestones into this. You know, if you really want to solidify somebody's game, you can say they have to do three sets of 10. Uh, you know, it just depends on the conditions. If it's really windy, then you can even stick with green ball milestones and say, okay, now I'm going to hit you everything with underspin, and you have to hit 10 in a row. Then I'm going to hit you everything cross-court to your forehand with topspin. You have to do 10 in a row. Then maybe your last milestone on green dot balls for, say, same drill with forehand cross-court is I'm going to mix up the spins. I'm going to give you some flat, some no spin. Some are going to be faster. Some are going to have more top. Some are going to have more underspin. And if you really want to get into it, you can even add side spin depending on the level. So these milestones are really important for your development. And I always tell the students, when we check boxes, we can move on. And depending on the personality type of your students, a lot of the students will really like this because they're easy to digest concepts and it gives them immediate goals and they know they're going to be progressing and it gives them a reward if they get there. And you're going to see your students' game or your own game really grow with confidence when they use milestones because what you're really trying to do is just get to the next stage of development. And obviously, the better you get, the longer the stages become. So if you're a beginner and you're just starting off, the good news is these stages and your learning curve is more rapid indeed. So the key to these milestones is just stack them on top of each other, follow the progressions, and don't be shy about repeating. I know some students who feel like, oh my God, I can't believe we're regressing. We're going back to the orange ball. It's okay. You can use that as far as the warm up, but there's no wasted energy here in just repeating milestones and just stacking them together. And when you start getting really confident, you know you'll have no holes in your game and you're ready to go to the next level. So milestones, consider them for your game. And I think you'll really see your learning curve skyrocket. Well, thanks for listening to this episode of Find Your Aha Moment. Don't forget to log on to iTunes and rate, review, and subscribe to this podcast so you get notified each day with a fresh episode. This is Brian Lutz at BackhandCity.com. Thanks for listening, and I'll talk to you tomorrow. That's where-